I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In, the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey through this wild industry, and then they tell me a couple audition stories. As previously noted, and I will keep saying this, this uh, is being recorded in advance due to scheduling conflicts. So um, there's that as a little little note. And therefore, I don't really have any, you know, banter at the top because I, I don't... I don't know what's going on in the world right now. I'm speaking to you from the past. Pretty crazy. Anywho, today on the show, we have Mallory James Mahoney. She is currently starring in the Disney Channel series, Bunked. And you may have also seen her in On My Block or the remake of Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, She's such a kind, sweet young girl, and it was a pleasure to talk to her. So here's my conversation with Mallory. And welcome to the show, Miss Mallory. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. I love this background setup that you have going on. It looks Thank so you. beautiful. Room, oh my God. Thanks. Gorgeous. <laughs> love that. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited to have you on the show today and talk about everything that you're working on and the new season of Funked, which I'm so excited for. But I want to take you back to the start of your journey and ask you, what is it that made you want to become an actor? Well, my story is actually 
kind of interesting. When I was about five years old, I um, went to a play with my parents and I was just sitting there and I was watching them up on stage and something just clicked in my head. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. And so I told my parents and I was really shy as a little kid. Hmm. So they kind of laughed at me and they're like, there's no way you would like doing that. They're like, it'll freak you out. You won't want to do it at all. Um, And so I asked them for like a year and finally they said, okay, you know what? We'll put her, we'll put her in a local theater. It'll probably just scare her out of it. She'll realize she doesn't like it. (laughs) I loved it. Um, I booked a solo and yeah, I've just, I found an agent since then and I've been working and trying to achieve all my goals. That's amazing. How did you convince your parents to take you and do this professionally? Um, honestly, I really, I just asked them every day. I said like, (laughs) how can I do this? This is what I want to do. And they didn't believe me for the longest time. But after long enough, they're like, okay, we need to show her that she probably won't like this. And it kind of backfired on them. (laughs) Jokes on them. Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, you decide that you want to do this. You're bugging your parents. And what is like the first film or television or commercial role that you do that you're on like an actual set um the first commercial that I got was actually a Chuck E. Cheese commercial that was local in Texas um and it's really funny because I was in elementary school at the time and so I left school for the day to go film and I didn't tell any of my friends what I was doing but then they saw me like a couple months later on tv they're like is that what you were doing I was like yeah they were like so you left school all day to go play at Chuck E. Cheese (laughs) They were all very jealous of me. I was going to say, I bet that caused a lot of drama in your elementary yeah. school. <laughs> That's amazing. So what? Um, at what point did you guys come out to L.A. and start making that, that journey? I came out to L.A. when I uh, – it was after my Chuck E. Cheese commercial. I think I was about uh, seven years old. And I actually, before I even left, I did another short film in Texas called Dig. Mm. Um, but then I came out here at, when I was seven, I did my first pilot season out here. Um, and yeah. And for, for the listeners who don't know what pilot season is, it is like a brutal three months where actors go out and we audition for every single pilot that's going to hit network television, cable television the next season. And it is wild. Yes. So (laughs) many auditions. It's crazy. Um, so, okay. So you do your first pilot season and, uh, was there anything that like, came of that first pilot season or was did you have to convince your parents even more like no I still want to stay I still want to do it um my parents were very supportive by that point but um I actually I was really lucky I booked I booked my during my first pilot season oh my god but I didn't book right away actually um it's an interesting story I went into the audition uh for a pilot called sober companion Mm. and i was really sick at the time um i did not get much sleep the night before because of that and so i went in and my character in one of my scenes i had to say like a few digits of pi Mm. and didn't remember the numbers (laughs) um so i'm in the scene and i had total brain frog brain fog at the time so i was like trying to remember all the numbers and i just said 3.14 and then my mom's phone number (laughs) remember the rest of the numbers so needless to say I bombed that audition and then the shelf actually or the project got shelved for a couple months and when it came back they asked me to audition again 
And during that second audition, I worked really hard to make sure I knew every number of five and I booked it, which was amazing. And I actually still remember the first nine digits of pi to this day. Yeah. You were traumatized from that first audition. It's stuck (laughs) in your brain. (laughs) Yeah. I made sure I remember those numbers now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's talk a little bit about Bunked because you've been on this show for how many years now? So many years. Four years. Yeah. I started in season three. That's amazing. And now your character is graduating to become a camp counselor. Yes. So what is that like for you as an actor? I mean, you've kind of grown up on this show and with this family, and now you get to be the adult. Absolutely. It's really exciting because I started when I was 12. So I truly have grown up on this show. I've changed so much during it. And I like that over the years, they've also let my character destiny change with me. We've had like personality developments and stuff that kind of correlated at the same time and stuff, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, but getting this new responsibility for her is something that I think she deserves because she has, I mean, been around for a while. So <laughs> it's really nice. And it's really cool because I'm like considered like a veteran on set, I guess. Yeah. Which I don't know if I personally consider myself <laughs> that, but it's really nice. <laughs> That's adorable. Well, we're always learning as actors and there's always more to learn. But yeah, I mean, you've you've been a lead on a show for several years now. You are a veteran, <laughs> which is funny to say, considering you're still so young. Um, yeah, I'm like 17. I'm a veteran. Sure. <laughs> um, that. Well, that's what's interesting about this industry, though. Like, there's not really any other industries where at 17, you can know more than somebody who's just entering it at 30. Absolutely. It's it's a wild industry, but it's kind of nice how flexible it is. And you were also in Adventures in Babysitting, another Disney film. Um, what was that like? I loved the, the original Adventures in Babysitting, so I was so stoked to see them doing a remake. How was yes. that? Filming that? Was it incredible? Because it looked incredible. It was so much fun. Um, so we filmed it in Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. It was like a kind of just like mini vacation away. I loved every moment of it. Um, my whole cast, I got along amazing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were my second family. So it was so much fun for all of us. We were all in a hotel together. And actually, fun story, um, <laughs> our hotel rooms, I had one of my castmates above me and one below me. So that meant that, oh, and one next to me. So that meant that my room was the designated party room on Saturday nights. <laughs> we would all come to my room and we would hang out. We were singing songs till like midnight, hanging out, watching movies, whatever. We were just having so much fun together. <laughs> I love that. Well, and it's it's fun to be in in shows and films that are family centric because, you know, there's there's a lightness to it. And you guys end up creating these beautiful bonds through these comedies that you're you're creating. And, you know, for you, it must be really cool to be a part of and such a such a large part of the Disney family. I love it. I think Disney's wonderful. I've loved everyone I've met through them, too. Um, So I've been really lucky. I love it all. So growing up, what was your favorite Disney film? (laughs) Ooh, uh, I was definitely a big Cinderella fan. Really? Cinderella is my favorite Disney princess. Oh, that's sweet. But I also love like Lion King, Nemo, yeah. all that stuff. It's all hard to it. pick just one. Well, there's so many good ones. I mean, my Lord, they've put out everything that's great. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, 
but you've also you've you've done things outside of Disney too. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that as well. So you were on on my block on Netflix. And yes. how was that for you as somebody who's grown up in this um in this very, you know, purified world of Disney? How was it going over to on my block? Um it was a little strange. I guess I was mostly worried about like other like how other people would react to seeing it yeah. because for me I love playing stuff that's totally different from who I am Mm. and my character Ainsley Riches was pretty much as far from who I am as you can possibly be (laughs) but I find that really interesting because I like playing someone so different from me and I get to truly create this whole new personality Mm -hmm. and it was really fun because also the creator of On My Block I knew her from a pilot that I did with her and she actually wrote the part of Ainsley for me on On My Block because we got along so well. And we're still that. friends and hang out all the time. I love that. So what do you what do you want to do? You're so young. You have so, so much ahead of you. Um, and obviously on my or on my block, Bunked isn't going to last for, you know, 20 seasons. Well, maybe it could. Yeah. I don't know. It it is breaking <laughs> records already. Yeah. I could be putting my phone in my mouth there. But what do you what do you want to do as an actor? What do you want to explore? Um, I would love to, of course, keep working, but I would really like to direct, mm. write. I find different things behind the camera really interesting. Um, but I'm interested in doing like other movies, um, different films and all sorts of just different genres because yeah. I find so many different ones interesting. Is there anything that you gravitate towards? Like if if there was a film that you have watched that is maybe one of your favorite films, is there something that you'd like to make that's like that? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I like kind of dark stuff I think would be interesting. Yeah. I've never done a horror movie and I would love to do that. I think it'd be really fun to like play like a creepy horror character. Yeah. <laughs> Horror movies also, are fun. Oh, one goal of mine that I would love to have is if I got to play like a twin where I get to be full of myself. That's um, a challenge. I think that would be so much fun. Because like, you know, parent traps, stuff like that, creating two totally different personalities, characters, different accents, whatever. I think that's really interesting okay, and so, a challenge. So It'd it sounds like challenge. we need to write a movie where you play twins that's also a horror film. Sounds perfect. Right up my alley. <laughs> That's amazing. So you said you want to get into the other side of it. Um, what what kind of films there would you like to to kind of get into as far as like directing and writing? Like, do you like watching like comedy or like drama? What do you think would be what you'd want to create? Both. Um, I feel like drama would be interesting for directing because or at least something single cam Mm -hmm. where I can do like more interesting shots Mm -hmm. I think would be really fun um but I like both like I've never directed before so I'd be happy to do anything yeah you just gotta do it get it get a couple of your your castmates and just do something in between (laughs) takes yeah well on this show we like to share audition stories um that are you know funny and uh upsetting or whatever you wish to share is there something you want to share with the listeners well let me see fun audition stories um I actually I had one role um for a movie it was called gifted and I did not get that part and actually the girl who booked it is McKenna Grace and she did Mm. amazing yeah I love her um, it's really interesting because 
one of my character were one of the other characters in the movie was played by Will Bowie Jr., who mm. then went to Bunked, and he was one of the campers with me. So if I had booked that, it would have been really weird. We w- we would have met each other years before. That's so funny. <laughs> so that would have been very funny, but <laughs> I love that. I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, people think that the industry is so large, and it's really so small. Everyone knows each other. It's a small yeah, knit group it's such of people. A small world. <laughs> seriously it really is um that's a good one I like that (laughs) what else what else do I want to ask you I mean I feel like you know you're at this really cool point in life you're 17 do you have plans to go to college or are you thinking of maybe putting it off I mean everybody especially if you grow up in this industry everybody has a different route that they want to take Um, I would still like to go to college. I love learning. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a big thing for me. I don't know if I'd necessarily do it in like the normal time schedule of right when I finish high school, I would Mm -hmm. do it. It'll all depend on if I'm working or not. And I would also love to travel and see the world. Yeah. Um, But definitely at some point I do want to go to college because I do love learning and I'd like to take classes. Yeah. Um, And I do online school right now. So maybe I'd do online college. Yeah. And there's so many of them now. Yeah. There's so many. It's crazy. There's so many different ways to learn now. So what would you want to, um, what would you want to study? Would you want to study acting or would you want to go into a different field just as far as learning? Probably go into a different field. I love science. Ooh. Um, So I think I would probably take some sort of environmental course as my major, maybe environmental engineering I'm interested in. Wow. That's, that's a, (laughs) That would go right over my head. The second you said engineering, I was like, nope, I'm out. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's cool. I'm a little nerd. (laughs) We love a nerd. Women nerds are great. We keep the world running. Um, That's cool. Environmental engineering. What what kind of has made you want to, to help the environment in that way? Um, I've always, since I was little, I care so much for the environment and I really... I want to be able to make a difference Mm. and help better our world. One thing I say all the time is like, even my parents have taught me to say this of when you go into some place, make sure that you leave it better than it was when you came into it. And I think that applies most to earth. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I leave it better than it was when I entered. Yeah. And I want to help future generations to have a better place to live. That's beautiful. I that's one of the things that I respect most about your generation and I think social media does have a lot of influence on this is that you guys are so more much more um tuned in to the issues of the world than even my generation was because we didn't have access to all this stuff all the time and people talking to each other on the internet and saying, "Hey, this is going on." Um so I think it's really cool that your generation is really like rising up. I mean, y'all are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're trying. It's great. It makes me feel good about the future and uh, what happens when I'm off of this planet. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully it all goes well. Hopefully it all goes well, yeah. Um, I also read that you do a lot of work with animal rescues, and I'd love to talk to you about that because I'm a big animal rescue person myself. I literally just rescued a new husky, um, and she is adorable. Oh, I love huskies. Oh, yeah. She's got the bright blue eyes. She's white, and she has like a brown back which is super weird um yeah very beautiful um but what kind of got you into that and um you know is that something that you want to pursue pursue too in into your adult years 
Uh, absolutely. I would love to pursue it because I've been an animal lover pretty much since I was born. I loved my dog we had, and I actually am so much of an animal lover that when I was six years old, I found out that eating meat was eating animals. Mm-hmm. And when I found that out, I was like, never again, not eating meat. So I've been a vegetarian since I was six years old. Amazing. And it's pretty much purely because I love animals so much. And I found out I was, I found that out. I was like, no way, never again. <laughs> um, uh, but I love caring for animals. There's tons of organizations I've been working with. Um, and I just think animals are so innocent and beautiful and we deserve to protect them. It's so true. It's so funny. When I was uh, a child, I loved cows so much that my grandmother made me cow sheets and I would not eat a hamburger until I was like seven. And then by the time I was, I don't know, in my teens, I was like, I don't know that I really like this and I don't eat land animals anymore. (laughs) Uh, That's what I say. I say if they can walk, I don't eat them. Um, they're amazing I mean they're just great and then like you go on Instagram and you see those videos yeah just so sweet yes do you ever go up to uh what is it called the gentle barn yes I love the gentle barn it's amazing it's like I wish I could just pay to sit with the cows for like hours like I just want to go there sit with them love on them and that's it yeah and like I'm happy to just sit here hug a cow all day long brush (laughs) it care for it I would love to live at the gentle barn. Right? I feel like it's the perfect place to live. It really is. Either that or you have to create your own barn. And I I mean, that's... I would love to have my own animal rescue. Yeah? Would be really fun. Yeah. It would be really cool. It would be a lot. (laughs) It'd be really cool. You'd have to hire like a lot of people to take care of the animals because that's a lot. (laughs) But hey, if I do, you got to come visit. Hey, if you do that, I am in on it with you. Let me know where to show up. I will help. I'll... I'll clean up the cow poop. I don't care. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, what else? Is, do you have anything else that you're working on that you'd like to share? Um, pretty busy with Bunked right now. Yeah. It's been really fun. We have lots of episodes this season. Um, we have season six. It's pretty crazy. Lots of new stuff. We're at a new camp. Ooh. Um, new campers yeah uh we're now in dusty tush wyoming dusty tush. those amazing town names <laughs> dusty tush what a name yeah. yeah it's interesting and we're also no longer at camp kikiwaka we are at ranch kikiwaka oh so because we're at a ranch we have a ton of animals which i'm loving we've had cows horses chickens a lot more i can't even think of them all um <laughs> We've had a pig, llama. Oh my god, a llama? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or it was an alpaca. Sorry. But one of so them. Did they spit on you at all? They did not spit on us. That's good. Um, we were warned that they might, but they didn't. So we were <laughs> fine. I love that. Oh my gosh, how fun is that? So now you get to interact with all these animals on set all the time. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's amazing. That honestly sounds like it. the dream. It really is. I'm so happy. I'm having a great time. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Well, it's been so lovely talking to you. You are so fun. Uh, Where can people follow you on social media? Uh, At Mallory James Mahoney on Instagram. Perfecto. Thank you so much for coming on, Mallory. Thank you. Thank you again to Mallory for coming on the show. Uh, Make sure to watch Bunked on the Disney Channel. What's up?
reliving my Disney Channel days. I always wanted to do that ear thing, you know, where they're like, my name is blah, 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 and you're watching the Disney Channel. Anyway, um, thanks again, and uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. Hit those, uh, you know, rating and review thing, my bobs, and leave us some love. And tune in next week for a brand new episode. And as always, thanks for coming in. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.